0: Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 don't, don't. not my dog. <laughs> da, let's go. Welcome to the David and Peter Conversation, a podcast between two friends where we chat about fun topics and check in with each other's lives.
1: I'm Peter. And I'm David. And today we are talking all about our very own pop princess now and forever, Queen of Pop, Britney Spears.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to do the kill the lights intro. (laughs) Yes. I am so excited for this because I feel like This has been like a looming topic that we've wanted to do for, like, months. But we are like, when is the right time to do it? Like, yeah. when when are we going to be ready for this? And, like, I've been doing my homework. David knows. I've been putting in <laughs> hours, like, trying to watch the concert footage, trying to catch up on my interviews, like, do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and David's already prepared, obviously.
1: Well, it's crazy because, like, I feel like as much... I mean, obviously, we're big fans already, right? But it's just sort of, like, to brush up. But... I think even with all of the preparation, it's like going to be crazy trying to just remember a whole lifetime, right? Like of all of our Britney, like everything Britney related, because we like
0: love her so much. Because it's basically our entire life. Yeah, right. A- yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, before we get into it, before we dive into all of this Britney extravaganza. Um, quick updates on your life. How's everything going? What's what's new?
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: I've been doing
1: more travel and kind of trips and stuff like that for um for my social calendar. Uh I went to like basically after I think we recorded the last episode, I went to a bachelor party in the Poconos for my friend Ryan. Yes. Summer, summer,
0: uh-huh. Yes.
1: And then within that same span of time, uh, we went to uh, his wedding uh, with his now wife, uh, Val, and it was super cute. It was upstate in the Catskills. Um, and I went with, obviously, John, and then, like, a bunch of our friends. We got, like, this cute uh, Victorian, like, Airbnb house that fit, like, 20 of us. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Um, And, yeah, the house was, like, super... It was super old, but it was, like really charming and had a lot of like cool like i don't know just like it was basically like a clue house like a murder mystery house which makes it sound scary but i guess it was kind of scary
0: wait like was it like themed or you're just saying it like was it had that? no like the way it was like built because it was like an
1: old victorian like house okay just had the feeling of like a, a murder mystery, <laughs> <laughs> like, vibe. Like, there was a parlor.
0: Miss Peacock was somewhere in the back. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. We were trying to figure out who did it <laughs> with what. I was going to be like, and Annabelle was just hiding somewhere in a closet somewhere. There weren't any scary
1: dolls, but just, yeah, like, the overall vibe. Definitely, okay. like, murder house. Haunted. But I love that. Yeah. Fun. And, um, yeah, their wedding was super cute. Uh, they did, like, really interesting things that I hadn't seen really ever done by any wedding that i've been to um i won't go into like super detail but like one of the coolest things was that they had it basically all outdoors like even the out like even the um like uh the ceremony the reception like the dinner and like the dance floor and everything was all outside and um they also had like a live band that uh shout out to shaded soul band they were like fantastic it was crazy how like Mm -hmm. They were able to capture sort of the essence of, like, all of these popular songs and, like, you know, translate them into, like, jazzy, modern kind of style. And, yeah, it was awesome.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: And then also during the wedding, podcast-related, Friend of the Pod, um, we have a new eavesdropper. <gasps> my friend Jeremy revealed he he started listening to a few episodes. So oh, my God. To, to Welcome, Jeremy. <laughs>
0: Jeremy. Welcome. How did you—what? How did he start listening? yeah i don't know how he exactly found out but okay i'm great. glad he did yay uh, it wasn't from our like instagram ads that we know <laughs> we, like, <paid laughs> all of our campaigns that we're running yes yeah. yes
1: our, our uh, extensive <laughs> campaigns
0: oh my gosh that's exciting anything else
1: um, oh, and then just, like, I went to a drag show at Lips, the same place we had uh, your birthday, like, a couple years ago. Oh, my God. Traumatized. Yeah. I mean, like, great, <laughs> but also, like... <laughs> yeah. And it was cool because we went during, like, uh, afternoon on a weekend, and they did a sort of a different take. I guess their schedule, right, is, like, different depending when you go, and it was, like, show tunes, so that was, like, kind of fun.
0: Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What are they
1: singing? They did, like, numbers to... Like classic, you know, classic Broadway shows. They did like uh, a queen did Annie dressed as like an adult Annie. So that was very funny. Um, They did one of my favorite numbers from like Jekyll and Hyde, um, Bring on the Men, which is an iconic, like... I think it's a really cool drag number because it's like, one, it's very like sexy, but it's also like an older kind of lady uh, Mm -hmm. singing. And it's just like the perfect, I think, drag queen number. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and just like, a bunch of stuff. And then also, the food that they... Like, the food menu. I can't remember if they did this for your um, birthday when we went there for dinner, but they did all of the um, food items as, like, Broadway shows. They didn't quite make oh, sense at all, but uh-huh.
0: I, that was just something we, we noticed. You know, I don't remember. I don't think they did.
1: Yeah, I don't think they did have, like, a feed menu.
0: But yeah, that was fun. That's cute. How
1: about you? Any... Fun up life updates. What you got
0: going on? Um, I mean, we did go to San Diego that um, I think the weekend after we recorded the podcast, and um, that was fun. Saw a Beard Papa's Mariah collab. <laughs> Collaboration. <coming. laughs> How random! I sent David a photo, and it was like. A store that was turning into a Beard Papa's, and they were like in the middle of um, renovating and stuff. But I'm pretty sure there was like something on the side of the window that was like Mariah X, like something else, as if like she did she did some kind of collaboration <laughs> with some fashion designer. But it was in the Beard Papa's window, and I was like, "What is going on here?"
1: They probably didn't want it. I would keep that
0: up there. I'd be like, "Yeah, Mariah
1: and <laughs> Mariah franchise is doing something." Beard Papa. Yeah,
0: yeah. Lol, that was funny. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we went to San Diego. That was really fun. Sam got to play a lot with, um, his new friend, our, oh. my cousin's, uh, dog, Otis, um, which he learned to play more, a little bit okay. more, maybe a little with bit more aggressively, dog. but like, it's fine. It's like, he needs to learn <laughs> how to play. Uh, also, uh, last night we went to, I don't know if you saw my, my Instagram stories cause I like <gasps> put a shit ton of these videos up <laughs> yeah but kurt and i went to um it was like this event in la um it's called i want to say it's like a candlelight concert or something but they basically they have a, a like a chamber group like a quintet mm. of uh-huh. um two violinists a violist cellist and a bass player um and they're playing um i think the theme of this uh residency uh was like movie music and like cinema oh. like iconic music and cinema and scores and, um, and, like and scores and stuff so i had quickly breezed through like the list and i was like oh my god this is so good we have to go and yeah. like just to make sure i like watched a video of it, i'm like are they good like just making sure like i'm not uh-huh. gonna like you know, scratch my ears cringe. out. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, they're really good. So we went last night and it's it's smaller, you know, it's at a church, like a it's a beautiful like um church with stained glass windows and everything. Mm-hmm. Um but it's in K Town and so the church isn't like huge or anything. We probably had, I would say maybe like sixty people, fifty people at in okay. that in that church and it was all socially distanced. Everyone was wearing masks mm-hmm. and everything. And they played so much good music and every song I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh Aww. my God. Because they were like, oh, so we're going to play the Indiana Jones uh, song <laughs> and then we're going to play a-, a Little Mermaid and then we're going to do Beauty and I the Beast. And now we're going to do your the, the Prayer by Celine Dion. And now we're going to do, and I was like, holy shit, I can't, like, this is amazing. This was catered to you, Peter. The show
1: was literally made for you
0: this was it yeah and then they did pirates of the caribbean they did la la land i was like oh my fucking god oh. i'm dying oh and they did harry potter um would they always intro the song or would it sometimes be like an iconic like <gasps> like a gasp moment like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no they would always intro it but because oh, okay. i hadn't like looked at the set list set list yeah. i was just like oh my god they were you were doing... still gagged when they were right like so i had like one? i i think i remembered that they were going to do la la land and then i remembered that they were doing like pirates and indiana jones like those mm-hmm. were like the only ones that i really remembered so then they did like all of the other disney stuff and like i was like oh my uh-huh. god this is so good um their arrangements were so good um, yeah was so- it interesting cuz
1: like as a chamber group like did it take on a different sound a little bit? Because it was yes. like smaller. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. I think that's what I was telling Kurt. What I thought was really cool was that like, I feel like we've heard a lot of these songs with a big orchestra or, mm-hmm. um I mean, with La La Land, it's pentatonix. like a jazz band. No, it's you know. <laughs> yes. Or pentatonics. <laughs> but it's cool because I feel like, especially in that venue too, right? It oh, was, yeah. um the sound just travels really well. Mm -hmm. But it's not, um, it's not like overwhelmingly loud either. It's, it was just like very like, it was just a perfect, yeah, it was a perfect sound. And like, it was full still because you have the bass there. You have like, I was telling him that like, normally when I hear like a, a quartet or like a Mm -hmm. trio or something, it's just not as full full. of a sound. So when you have five of them, I was like, wow, it actually sounds really, really good. And like, also probably they can help cover up some mistakes sometimes if they have five. <laughs> yeah. Um so it sounded really, really good. So by the way, for our listeners, Peter is well versed in the, the string department. I, um, am, he, I am. he grew up
1: playing the <laughs> violin and was first chair iconic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I told you I brought my violins back here, right? Um from the bay I, the last time oh we went out. No. I brought oh my gosh. Uh, I I brought my my brother's, but like it's basically mine because he never plays it. Um, <laughs> but they, his violin sounds better. So I took them both back from the Bay Area oh. uh, and brought them down here. But I really haven't, like, I haven't touched it yet. And I really want to, like, start again. Except yeah, that's I need exciting. to, like, probably, like, change the strings because they're going to, like, break the minute, I, yeah. Yeah, the minute I start playing on. Um, yeah, no, oh, wow, I'm excited so though. It made me really excited to, like, remember how much I love music and and Mm -hmm. that kind of music. Which I guess brings us to... Another kind of music we love. It's Britney, bitch. Let's talk about our queen of pop, Britney.
1: Yes, let's get into it.
0: There's so much I'd like, kind of got, (laughs) I mean, we got kind of overwhelmed, just like, I literally put together like a three sentence note like last night. And then I came back to the note, like, this afternoon, and David had added, like, a whole, like, essay. And I was like, oh, my God. He got the juices flowing. Um, He had a really good, like, outline, but I was like, oh, we need to fill this out. Yes. And then,
1: like, once I started, yeah, going, just, like, word vomit. Like, basically, like... Every single thing,
0: yeah. (laughs) So firstly, um, I mean, I guess we decided to do, we thought it was a good time to do this um, episode because we were just so happy about all the positive things that have been going on and and, uh, the positive trajectory that Brittany's, um, her life, her career, everything is going towards now that, you know, things are changing with her conservatorship and everything. We didn't want to go too much into it, but we just were like, we're happy that things look like yes, they're getting they're, better. Yeah. And there are so many other great, like, I think
1: resources, people that are really into the, you know, ins and outs of, like, what's going on in all of the developments. But we're just, like, really happy that there is, like, mm-hmm. a positive note going on and all of that. So we figured it was a good time. Hashtag free Brittany. Hashtag
0: free Brittany. Oh, my God. I guess where to start is, like, uh, everyone should know. Who Britney Spears is, but like y'all should know. If y'all anyone know. doesn't know, you can unfriend us right now. Um, <laughs> you can unsubscribe
1: to this podcast. <laughs>
0: we don't want you. We don't need you. Um, <laughs> no, Britney is uh, also known as Godney. Um, <laughs> official official, <laughs> official name official name. Yeah. yeah. Um, On that note, I was
1: going through like my old just I. I was searching for everything that like. I had that sort of reference, Brittany, and, like, I happened to come across my old Facebook profile, I, like, downloaded all the data or whatever, I don't have it anymore, but I found, like, the same thing that I had downloaded, and under religious views, I wrote Church of Godney, been worshipping since 98, and I'm like, <laughs> who did I think, who did I think I would put that into my facebook profile first of all but
0: yeah so i love it but there. also i didn't know that was like a thing you could put in that's great and i right. wish I-, I mean most people are like jewish or like christian but this is what i decided but i kind of i kind of wish that that was mine now and i'm kind of jealous <laughs> i would have joined that church yes i love it um okay so i mean yes for those of you who don't know which i feel like is maybe like one Percent. Britney Spears is um, famous icon singer um, artist dancer dancer entrepreneur entrepreneur. Actress. perfume perfume
1: Perfumier.
0: perfumer perfumer. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, crossroads yes. actress. Yeah. Um, she is. She started her career young at a young age at the Mickey Mouse Club, and then uh, you know just went on from there and became Baby One More Time uh, number one billboard song everything you know it's crazy like her her trajectory as like an
1: artist and just like as a celebrity right like you mentioned the Mickey Mouse Club starting like at such a young age she even like tried to audition for for the first time and they said she was too young right so like Mm -hmm. it's just crazy how early she got her start Mm -hmm. and I feel like that sort of helped her kind of craft this, like, professionalism. Like, I've heard so many stories about, like, how just professional Britney is as, like, a a musician, as, as, like, a businesswoman. And, like, I feel like she doesn't get enough credit sometimes when it comes to, you know, just because she's, like, you know, singing sexy songs and dancing Mm -hmm. and, you know, half-naked all the time. Like, I feel like she doesn't get some of that credit where it's due about, like, Mm -hmm. her being a real creative force in a lot of the stuff that she created early on in her career. So Mm -hmm. just want to give a little shout out to, to creative knee.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) So when she was starting out and, and breaking the scene, how did you, how did you discover her? So I
1: actually was in the Philippines. Crazy. I was, uh, watching like, uh, so growing up in, the u.s my house didn't have like cable right so like i didn't get mtv i didn't get to watch like music videos like on television and and general like pop culture stuff like i didn't i wasn't like super well versed in it right as a kid um but when i was at my lola's house my grandfather's house he i guess they have a station there where they do play music videos and like basically like the mtv like of the philippines right And I remember just like watching and being like, who is this person? Who is this person doing uh, sexy dance moves in a school? Who is wearing this crop topped like Catholic school girl uniform? Who's doing backhand springs outside? Like, I was literally like, who is this? And actually, I got the Baby One More Time album. At, in the Philippines, but it, because I got it abroad, I had, like, the international, like, version where, you know, like, the normal standard US one, right, it's like that pinkish cover with her, like, sort of, like, kneeling on the ground, looking very, like, cutesy, innocent, but the international one, it's, like, a little more grown up or like i don't know like a tiny bit more grown up it's very subdued it's like um a white background cover and she's sort of like holding her hands in like a prayer situation and it's like straight hair oh yeah it looks gorgeous but um yeah i remember having that version instead of um the normal like u.s one
0: could you play that version on, like, your CD players back... Yeah,
1: yeah, it still worked. It also was, like, one of those enhanced... I don't know if you remember those. You remember those enhanced <gasps> yes, CDs? Yes,
0: yeah. You put it in your computer, you it in and your, there y- was, like... It would be, yes. like, a CD-ROM instead, yes. and then you would be able to, like, uh, watch a music video or, like, yes. read the lyrics on the computer. Yes. Oh, my God. We're old. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right, you needed that extra... Oh, my God, you needed that extra hey, experience. A- at mean. least we got it
0: as a CD and not as a cassette so oh my gosh yeah we be flipping that thing over tape two although um, uh, how many times i've recorded songs on cassettes i'm sure i recorded bernie <laughs> songs on my cassettes
1: <laughs> probably yeah
0: um so yeah that's kind of basically how i
1: like discovered her and then like kind of when um again i didn't have like mtv and all that stuff when i was like when i first discovered her um but there was a web like I don't remember the exact old name of it, but I think Yahoo bought them, bought the company or whatever. But it was a place where you could watch like music videos on online and the videos were like super tiny, like 240. Like 240 like, literally by like, so <laughs> small. But I was like, Yes, pixelated, Brittany. I was living as a kid. Yeah. Oh my god. How about you? How did you like find out who she was? Start listening to her music? Do you have a very distinct like memory?
0: I think Okay, so I don't have, like, a distinct memory. I do remember, unfortunately, when I was growing up, <laughs> I was a Christina, a much bigger Christina <gasps> fan. Oh, my um, God. I mean, not unfortunately, because, like, we stand both queens. We course, do stand both. But, um, you know, everyone pits them against each other. But at that time, I was a Christina fan. I was like, right. ah, Britney can't sing. I'm a huge Christina fan, all that. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first album, I was telling Kurt this, the first album... I had was Genie in a Bottle was that Christina album. It was not the Britney album. It wasn't a
1: Britney album.
0: I think my brother got the Britney album and he was a big Britney fan. Oh, okay. um, and I probably got into Britney because of him. Like hearing mm. him listening to her all the time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, like this song's okay. It's good. But then like, I think as time went on by like by like 2002 or 2003, I was like, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. I was like the ne- chain. I never like hated Britney. I was just like, oh, I like Christina more. You preferred Ex Tina, but yeah. by like 2002, I was like totally like Britney.
1: Well, convert, we love.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> it's it's very easy to like, especially at that time. It was easy to um fall in love with her because she was just like so like so sweet but so sexy at the same time yeah. and um, her music was obviously super catchy. Her music videos were like Ugh. killer. we we'll won't go into those later for sure. But like <laughs> those music videos I think defined yeah. her a lot. Like that's probably what propelled her to a lot of the stardom as her music videos and her performances. Like those probably were the biggest things.
1: Yeah like the visual yeah, the visual, like, aspect of her as a performer, right? Like, I mean, you mentioned her not having, you know, the same vocal abilities, right, as as Queen Tina, but, like, I think she had just other things, like, going for her that she mm-hmm. knew that she was, like, spectacular at. Like, mm-hmm. knowing knowing that she could, like, just turn and look, like, and just stare at the camera and kill it, like... I, I think that's, like, so indicative of the energy and sort of the the, the power that she had. Um, and she knew she had. Like, that's the thing I think, like, I really loved about Britney growing up is that it felt like she really knew just... She was so confident. Like, as much as she was so confident and, like, knew exactly, like, how to perform on stage, she hit every dance move, like, super, you know, sharp and, like, knew all the choreo and stuff like what you said right like she has that she had that very like very approachable very you know unassuming sort of personality like she was always super friendly and bubbly and you know she put you at ease whenever at least you know i i always felt like oh my god she's just like me she's just like a normal like person like off Mm -hmm. stage like whenever she'd be in interviews and stuff and like oh yeah i love that
0: oh (laughs) And I just, I think she's just so, um, she, she was so good at such a young age, right? Like to have that confidence to, and she was, she was good as a singer, not like she was bad. She was still a good singer, but she was Uh like great at everything. And I think that's what is crazy at, at her age to be like, oh my God, like she was what, like. 17 when baby one more time 17 18 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that's insane like when i was 17 i was like you know doing our like uh doing our high (laughs) school little american idol like yeah remember like me trying to sing it oh my god um only the true uh eavesdroppers would know this like (laughs) who, who, who know me know about my carlmont uh american idol days but yeah, like I feel like it's it's so crazy to to find someone at that age who who is so like the perfectionist and professional at that yeah. age. Like yeah. you know saying. Totally. And I think that just like continues on through like her entire career and like Yeah has made her the icon and legend that she is today because like at that time, yes, she was like already amazing. And then to I think of course she had a bunch of, you know, um, publicity and spotlight stuff and paparazzi stuff that uh-huh. happened. But, and I think uh, obviously that had an impact positively and negatively. Um, uh-huh. but I think, I think overall, like everyone was still like so interested in her because of like, we all wanted to be her. We all wanted to know her. We all wanted to like, cause she was yeah. just so like that, that good at everything, um, that she did. Um, um, and she still is. She's still great, you know? I think yeah. it's just, you know, obviously a lot has happened, but she, for yeah. her position right now, for, like, what she's gone through, like, I think she's still doing great.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, in, and in hindsight, too, like, obviously we all kind of knew about, like, the conservatorship and, like, all of that stuff, but, like, no, hearing more about, sort of, the details and straight from Brittany herself, like, it's just, it's mind-boggling to, like, to know that, like, she was working and performing and doing great stuff like during that time so like mm-hmm. kudos to her honestly like her strength and like resilience like that's mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. yeah For real.
0: are you ready? <laughs> um yes oh my gosh that's me copying copying Britney and Madonna those
1: little like ad-libs, I guess you call them, like,
0: just those iconic
1: pieces of her songs that aren't even, like, the actual, like, lyrics, like, those are things that I love about Britney's music.
0: Yes, yes. So, this segment, we're calling it Us Against the Music, um, (laughs) we are going to talk all about, um, just, like, all of her songs, um... We're going to talk about her singles, her music videos, all of this. The real
1: meat and potatoes of why we love
0: Britney Spears. Yes, yes. (sighs) David, where should we start? (laughs) Oh, gosh. So
1: I propose because,
0: like, we kind of
1: have a list of, like, all the songs and stuff that we love, which is basically all of them. (laughs) But I was like, maybe to, like, focus in or kind of keep us on track, right? Like, maybe we could talk about the lead singles from, like, sort of all the eras. Like, maybe that'll be a great, like... And true way into the the snowball effect of talking about Britney and going off the rails, but
0: yeah, okay, okay, Um, yeah, because I mean, and we can go through like the eras, like I guess, quickly too. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I guess the first era would be like the her debut, iconic, the debut, baby, one more time. Yeah. Hit me baby one more time. <laughs> I'm gonna insert like clips. <laughs> oh my gosh, sure. yes, you and Core. We're gonna get totally get like removed and then I'll have to re-upload it again. <laughs> um yes. Uh, with like generic and then you'll like replace it with like generic. I'll put a pentatonics sort of version. I'm just kidding. It's pentatonic. <laughs>
1: um okay so and it's fascinating that all of these obviously are and this is like with music just in general right like these eras are very tied to what we were going through in our lives like our our own eras like growing up right so like i think the baby one more time sort of debut for me at least was like very much about like me sort of uncovering or discovering like oh my god i like. I love one that I'm homosexual and then two like this is the kind of music that I love like I think it was an introduction into like true pop music does that make sense mm-hmm. like sort of like I mean Britney to me was also a gateway drug right into just all the other pop girls mm-hmm. like Britney as a performer she grabs references from obviously you know Madonna Janet huge inspiration right Mm -hmm. so like that was sort of the what i saw as like sort of my um entryway into all this and while she doesn't i feel like she doesn't quite musically grab from those sources i think like her performance and her sort of like just attitude i think is is very evident Mm -hmm. in this during this time Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i feel like maybe one more time that whole first album i think Obviously, like all the songs are great. Um, I love Sometimes. That is like one of my favorite uh, songs.
1: It's a, yeah, it's crazy how much like that one like hits so just. Uh, when I think of it, it's like, it, it's, <laughs> it doesn't, it's like nostalgic, <laughs> yes, yes.
0: right? All of these songs, like, like 90s. When I think of Sometimes, yes. I remember just like car rides back, uh, yeah, when I was that age, like, uh-huh. going down like driving down uh, uh-huh. on a summer like um, trip down to LA and San Diego and like blasting that song yeah. down my coastal di- yes. coastal moment yes, yes, yes the yes. water <laughs> in the background
1: you see a pier yeah. you see a broad a, uh, a boardwalk yeah. you're like and all white I'm gonna start dancing yeah yeah exactly oh <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's kind of a cheese fest song.
0: Like it's really like super cheesy, but it's so good. But um, I fucking yeah. love that song. And crazy, crazy was like. <sighs> did you ever watch oh, that God. movie with Melissa Joan Hart? I haven't actually. I haven't. No. <laughs> I haven't. Because that mo- that song um, was for that movie, right? And yeah, yeah. But the song is bigger than the movie (laughs) oh my god absolutely i think it renamed the movie title after the
1: song was like included in the like soundtrack which is like influence mama
0: with the cowbell and everything oh my god yeah it's so good iconic should we go through the album real quick or no what do you think
1: um maybe like some of our favorites some of the 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 extras
0: the extras a little bit. i mean uh, yeah. that album is great um i love born to make you happy from the bottom of my broken heart like <sighs> yeah. all great um what's crazy too is that this song this the- sorry this album right is like there are a lot of actually like
1: slow ballady kind of like love songs mm-hmm. and like as a kid me being like yo this fierce girl is like Doing all of these kind of, like, slower, like, bops. I I have to admit, I didn't fully, like, absorb all of the, like, loviness of it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was more of just, like, I loved her voice. Mm-hmm. I love the, you know, quality of her sound. And, like, yeah, I it took me a little bit of time to kind of, like,
0: appreciate, like,
1: oh, these songs are actually, like, pretty, you know, like, they're schmaltzy, but they are, like, very, like, love they're great love songs, mm-hmm. I feel like.
0: And I also feel like that was... It was just, like, during that time where, like, the adult um, contemporary contemporary. trend was slowly dying. So they still had, like, aspects of it in there, right? So, like, you From the Bottom Mm -hmm. of My Broken Heart sounds very, very much like a ballad that, like, I don't know, like, Shania? I could see Shania. I could see Shania doing that level, yeah. Yeah, Like, something like that. Um, 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 uh Mm-hmm. Well, I guess like
1: you mentioned, adult contemporary, right? I think this was like v- that, obviously genre, but like for like for tweens, right? Like she, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it. You're totally right about that. That feeling of like uh that adult contemporary feel, but it was like obviously geared toward a lot of like crush and and that sort of like infatuation mm-hmm. kind of love, mm-hmm. which I
0: liked it. Mm-hmm.
1: email my heart come on <laughs> very very nine late 90s moment for sure that yeah. song
0: titled self is just great yeah 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 also like deep cut that i love from that album is that i will still love you song with um <gasps> oh my god with with, that with don, don philip if you guys haven't looked this up yet... Come on, X-Factor. Yeah, look Come up on, X that X-Factor Factor clip. It's oh kind of heartbreaking and cringeworthy. Hello, what's your name? My name is Don Phillip. Oh my God. <laughs> you know him? I know him. From where? I used to record with him a long, long time ago. A little awkward. But also, like, still love that song.
1: Yeah, it's a great duet moment, for sure.
0: Alright, that brings us to Oops, I Did It Again. Iconic. Oh my god, that whole era, that whole, that music video, everything, that whole album was amazing. What are your, like, I mean, what are your highlights? Where Where do we start with this album?
1: Well, I think kind of the, the thing you mentioned about it as, like, a, you know, just being a Tour de Force, like it literally was um the first week sales can we talk about like 1 point what 1. 1.3 almost 1.4 million copies like <gasps> yeah right like the the level of sort of fervor around this this uh sophomore effort from like a uh,
0: a pop a pop girl like that was a, within one week that was that's insane yeah like that. Shit doesn't happen anymore.
1: It, well, it did like for Adele 25 when she released that, but mm-hmm. like 15 years later, like that's crazy. Yeah. 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 I think this was like a perfect kind of second album, like follow up to Baby One More Time. I feel like they took that sort of what really worked great for the first album and just kind of turned everything up to like mm-hmm. even more, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 With like, um lucky and stronger and don't let me be don't let me be the last know. um shania shania song um oh yes come on songwriter oh my god it was that that whole album i fucking love lucky um that song was just like always it's one of john's favorites too it's so good But, like, even just, like, how iconic the Oops! video was and the interlude with the Titanic reference. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid-song. But I thought the old lady dropped it into the ocean at the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's such, like, a
1: fierce, like, kind of album, too. I feel like there are those, like, pieces of still, like, Love and kind of like that infatuation kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like much more of a confident kind of album. I feel like with things like just the energy on "Oops," right? Like sort mm-hmm. of the 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 sharpness of like the the coming out of the interlude into back into the music, like that note, like ah, so fierce. And then a song, literally like stronger, kind of talking about like, hey, like I am. Stronger
0: than yesterday, kind of thing. Not to be Um, confused with the Kelly Clarkson hit, as well.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) Queen. Queens. Queens love the the word strong. Strong Britney.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, strong Britney. Yeah. Ew, strong Britney. What are some of your favorite like non singles? I guess on the
1: album.
0: Um, let's see. Oh my God, I think every song on this album. Don't go knocking on my door. The the weird sound she does in that
1: song down, down like nah, love nah, it nah, so nah, good nah, no, uh, I don't is <laughs> oh, oh my god
0: we it's should record so it obviously um, <laughs> I love that fucking song um, what you see is what you get
1: yeah another another sort of like the the energy the like fierceness
0: definitely could have been a single yeah for yeah. sure
1: it had that same oops energy for
0: sure um, vocal me on where are you now <gasps> She's belting, no. Mama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one note. That one note. Yes. Someone know. Someone know. yes.
1: Um. Um, and then I have a weird soft spot
0: for... Dear Diary? And I feel like this is... It's a Dear Diary. Yes. Oh my God, knew it.
1: <laughs> I feel like all of those weird songs that she always plops at the end of an album, like, I fall in love. And Dear Diary is definitely, like, email my heart, but, like, even more, like, weird. Like, it's... I don't <laughs> Dear know. It's Diary. Just like, yeah. A son, a boy oh my god so good i think it's the songs <laughs> that like really showcase her unique like timbre i don't know if that's the word i'm not a music person but like <laughs> just her weird tone right like she has a very yeah. distinct way of singing and like dear diary definitely like is one of the songs that highlights that mm. which is why i love it yeah mm-hmm.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, I that album has. I was I was listening to it yesterday, and a lot of the songs use that same like that that foghorn kind of sound that's in "Stronger," um, oh, or yeah, like yeah. the um, just like the bass and everything. The production is mm-hmm. very much like in that same vein as Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Like those producers yes. probably did all of the production on those all of those songs. Yeah, um, I mean
1: Max Martin now is like. I just looking at the liner notes like mm-hmm. right he's featured so much mm-hmm. more in this album.
0: Yeah. So I feel like their influence like was so significant in pop music in general but like mm-hmm. it was I mean you could say Britney elevated them or vice versa like I I think it was together that it just like became yeah, like a, a pop hit a formula, you know. Great collaboration.
1: Mm-hmm. And, yeah.
0: Okay, let's go on to Slave... Oh, sorry. Okay, it's the Slave For You era. It's the Britney album.
1: Self, first self-titled album. First she, self-titled. She does... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: with, with Britney.
1: Um, and I think that the trend, right, of her sort of being more confident and, like, growing up through her music I think is very evident in this album, obviously. And I think Slave For You as, like, a lead single, specifically, right? Like, this is when she definitely turned the corner from, like um like just kind of tiptoeing around sexy to like full on like yo this girl is like hot as shit right mm-hmm. like this is the this is the moment when she literally in the video is sweating basically naked midriff just a bra like ugh
0: so good <laughs> and i feel like that i don't know i feel every every video of hers since the beginning has been iconic which is crazy. Um, but every time it's like, that song too. Every time. Every time. <clears throat> <laughs> just like, it's always iconic. And, um, yeah. And I mean, go. I think that goes hand in hand with her performance on the VMAs, um, which <sighs> just made it even bigger. And also, oh, I forgot to mention this. Yes. The fact that all of these albums came within a year of each within other year is insane. Other. It's like, Hardest working girl, I, honey.
1: This is crazy.
0: <laughs> it's insane. I couldn't even think about the yeah. fact that I'm like, wow, Oops, I Did It Again came out, and then, like, within the next year, she came out with mm-hmm. I'm a Slave for You. Like, how did that happen yeah. with all of the other singles in between? What? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, and, like, it's fascinating to the evolution, like you mentioned, just like year apart, right? Mm-hmm. The evolution of sound from mm-hmm. 99 to released in 2010. Yeah. Like, the the kind of more obviously like hip hop, a little bit more influence kind of the less traditional pop, right. And Mm -hmm. more into other forms of, other genres right mm-hmm. like it's so 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 fascinating
0: i mean like the fact that this song and then um boys was all pharrell you know pharrell and um right totally the Neptune and the, the neptunes know. come on yes and then um dark child in, you know there's just <sighs> so much yes um i fucking love this album i was telling david i was like i can't because at first we were like, oh, we can talk about deep cuts. And then he was like, what are some deep cuts you like? And I was like, well... And I just listed this entire album. And I was like, oh, um, like wait. <laughs> like, yeah, every single yeah. song on this album was great. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and for better or for worse, they feel like this album also... Again, like, just highlighting the the uniqueness of her voice. Like, this one really plays with the fact she kind of transitions into, like, more sexy speaks singing mm, which mm-hmm, you know as true. a as a vocalist right like she's not fully utilizing the instrument anymore mm-hmm. at this point in her career but like it's 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 still such a um effective kind of like mm-hmm. way of of emoting and and, and singing right like mm-hmm. it's so unique to her and i think this album definitely is the one that like sort of highlights all of that mm-hmm. like when people do britney impression i mean i guess they do kind of oops a little bit but like i feel like this album is like where they go to 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 hear that mm-hmm. that britney essential sound mm-hmm.
0: i think this is where she fully comes uh into her own of like this is my sound this is like mm-hmm. where i'm going yeah. um i I think I heard it's like in interviews or whatever. She would always like this starting from this album onwards. She would constantly be like, "Oh, my album's gonna be a little more urban, a little bit more, <laughs> a little more urban." Yeah, a little more. I mean, yeah, she's not. She ain't lying. Yeah, for
1: sure. It's only getting more and more. Yeah.
0: Also, I didn't, into different. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just didn't realize that Justin Timberlake had written that song with wade robson Mama. drama yes. oh my god full-on drama and then the fact that too it it literally
1: it sounds like an sync song do you know what i mean yeah
0: so the song we're talking about is what it's like oh, to yes. be me Oops, sorry. um and you if don't know what you guys like don't know apparently like britney was supposedly cheating on justin with wade robson who was her he was her choreographer too right
1: Yeah, I mean, he did, um, uh, the iconic sort of breakdown in, uh, I mean, he did Slave. Mm -hmm. Oh no, was it Slave? Shit. I think so. No? Uh, No, I think it was that
0: other one. That's bad. It's that other one. (laughs) Never mind, but yes, he's a (laughs) choreographer for sure that she's definitely worked with. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, there was, there was some drama there, um. But that's crazy. I like didn't realize that. I think they talked about oh, it. On the, it they they talked about it on the um Britney podcast. Um, oh yeah, he did
1: do slave. Yes.
0: Sorry. Which, if you guys would like to deep dive even more into Britney, um, you guys can listen to the the Britney podcast um with T Kyle and um, Mew Mews on Spotify. Yes, it's Britney Bitch.
1: It's so good. Mm-hmm. It definitely is like the I think a great sort of like. Primer, right? on, And they obviously go deep in, but mm-hmm. they sort of break it down by um, every year of her career, so it's not even just like era, it's full on like a calendar year, so mm-hmm. that could span, you know, um, or, uh, you know, an era could f- fit under uh, under multiple years, so it's very... Very detailed, for sure.
0: It's very educational. I feel like I learned yeah. a lot from it. I feel like I took, like, a Britney course, like, a college course. I, sh- uh-huh. I should get college credits for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a long, it's, it's, it goes through from, what, 2000 to at least 2017, 2018. Like, that's already, like, 18 episodes. It was, like, a lot. Right, yeah. Or 1990, yeah, yeah I probably started in 1999, you know? Nine, or probably. Eight. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to uh, Me Against the Music, the the whole In Oof. the Zone album.
1: In the Zone, mama. So this is by the time I think, I mean, I think for me, um, Britney era, I finally got like cable in my household. So I was finally <laughs> able to witness things that she was doing and appearing in, right? Like in real time.
0: I feel like this was also like the peak of like MTV, right? For
1: sure, for sure. Yeah, like... I think um in the zone was also I think her most or the, for me sorry the the one that I sort of tracked literally kind of from the beginning right like I for me it was the one that I like was was anticipating because of all of the sort of marketing around
0: it anticipating
1: <laughs> L- <I. laughs> oh my god stop um but yeah I feel like the other albums they sort of were maybe because I didn't have cable or whatever was not so in tune with like release cycles of the pop girls or whatever. But I think in the zone was the one that I was fully aware as like, Oh, this is like an upcoming thing. I knew it was like going to be big. So, and
0: they hyped up the me against the music, like Madonna collab quite a bit. I think when that happened and everyone was like, Madonna's a vampire trying to suck out Britney's blood, like that whole thing. Um, (laughs) the MTV or, um, the Mad Hong So oh pretty iconic yeah. also. Yeah. Um
1: But yeah, I mean like that that song I think is like um a really cool just career moment for her, mm-hmm. like sort of getting the the seal of approval basically from sort of
0: the pop elder stateswoman of Madonna, like passing the baton, yes.
1: Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I don't know, because like I feel like uh, Britney fans like kind of don't consider this a like, great
0: single, but like, mm. how do you feel about like it, it as a song? You know, I I think I don't hate it. I think it's a good song, oh. and I think that music video is so iconic. Iconic. <laughs> I literally was watching um the the um piece of me. Um, video, and they like wheel out the fucking like wooden slates that she was like dancing against, like <laughs> in the music video. I was like, yeah, 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 that's how iconic. iconic it like, that's, I mean, that's what the fucking it was. Maze, yeah, yeah the girl. maze, yeah. <laughs> um, oh I like the song. I don't hate it at all. I um, she looked fucking so good in that video too. Like professional. Her dancing at this point in her career was probably the best that it was ever. It was oh, the most contest. Um, <laughs> like this whole era, you'll see, like, if you look at her performances, um, one of my favorites is like, um, when she performs, uh, Toxic, um, on, do you know what, she was wearing that? like Was it red, the ABC? Yes, yes. yes what? Yeah, right, yeah, and yeah. I like, did like that. It was like where she gets pushed Coliseum-y. down. Yeah, yeah, that coliseum V <laughs> thing. We have no fucking <laughs> idea where this was. I don't know. fans. Her. Oops. Yeah, yeah. But she's like in New York, apparently, but. Okay, okay. Um, I can see that. but she looks fucking fierce she's wearing like uh these sleeved like Like faux tattoo faux tattoo things and she's her dancing is like holy fucking shit so good yeah um
1: Like, I think I'm a... Oh, gosh, I'm a slave for you. I mean, yeah. uh, I think Britney era was, like, definitely, like, she knew how to move her body as a sexy, you know, performer. She Mm -hmm. definitely... She had the dance moves, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, In the Zone was definitely, like, the moment she put her dance training to, like, a thousand percent because, like, she's hitting. choreography so hard. Very, like, staccato, very, like, sharp um, during this era. So, yeah, Totally.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, okay, deep cuts from this album, I <sighs> think, also amazing. Like, I love um, Breathe On Me, um, Touch Of My Hand. Also, like, took me forever to realize Real what that song was about until, like, maybe ah! listening to the Britney podcast, <laughs> which was, like, last year. And I was like,
1: oh, oh my gosh, that's yeah. what it
0: means.
1: So, So this album definitely, like, again, growing up, and she's obviously becoming... More of a woman, the sort of sexuality is now less about maybe outwardly kind of being sexual and now more about like intimate, kind of mm-hmm. even personal, like masturbation, right? Like mm-hmm. touch on my hand. Like mm-hmm. this is like definitely like a more grown up sort of take on is that what it means? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you actually learned it just I now. I just learned it just now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. I mean, and then, um, and then it gets, uh, kind of dark too right you have every time you have shadow um talking about also too like sort of the her real world Mm. like
1: her her personal life and her actual like stuff she's going through well yes i'm sure it influenced a lot of stuff even maybe on oops right like Mm -hmm. i think like this is actually where it's less of songwriters maybe giving her material and it's more of like her collaborating and using her actual, like, experience mm-hmm. to, um, to craft and help with songs and stuff. So, I
0: mean, yeah. when we talk about, everyone always forgets that she's creative and everything. The fact that she wrote every time on a piano <sighs> oh. in the hotel that she was, st- like, and, like, there's a clip yeah. of her playing the piano riff, like, in mm-hmm. her interview, and it sounds so good, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, she was so, yeah. she was so talented. Mm-hmm. Um, And that song is, it's a it's a really good song and it's a good it's a beautiful I feel song. like it's like the equivalent of um, I don't know like Kelly Clarkson's like Because of You like to to me like mm. that's when people are like oh she's a songwriter too and it's like yeah, yeah like she's yeah. actually pretty good you know yeah um, um.
1: I will say this also is the album that got her her first Grammy with Toxic yes for Best Dance Recording before that category changed to you know Fully Electronic and all of that oh yeah but iconic right mm-hmm. come on first grammy also um, i forgot everybody has that um
0: also i got that boom boom i forget how much i fucking love this oh, song fuck. so so, so good. good i will that like...
1: performance during in times square have you seen that yeah yeah you yeah. oh, have seen it yes fuck she's kicking her fucking leg up
0: Ugh. her pants are literally gonna fall off because they're so tight oh my god so, so good. good i listen to the song all the time at the gym <laughs> yeah.
1: and okay so again about like um sort of the her template her album template hmm. like there's always like a weird song right like we had soda pop yeah first album right like weird shit yeah the hookup oh, is so yes. like that more reggae yeah, kind of, yeah she always loves sprinkling in she like, was like i'll just like throw
0: in a random song. like doesn't really fit any thing in this album right. kind of song, yeah. Yeah, that's so true.
1: Also a weird kind of turn that she does in this one is Brave New Girl. It's a very, like, Madonna, but also, like, mod kind of, like, 60s-ish kind of song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, it's almost, like, too poppy for the album because everything is a little more
0: mature, a little more, like you said, dark, like, mm-hmm. especially toward the tail oh, end yeah, of the album. yeah, that song, yeah. That song was, like,
1: going out tonight gonna step outside right it's very like
0: i mean it's also top, with cara like, dioguardi apparently
1: oh come on cara dioguardi do you guys
0: remember her she was like on american idol she was like
1: ever heard of her <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh also early morning that was kind of a like um Ooh, that's like yeah. sexy but also like not yes. not really a song that i was like oh like i didn't oh. and i didn't expect that kind of sound on the album at first i think it's very like yeah subdued sexy yeah. spoken like a spoken word almost spoken you
1: know <laughs> yeah no it's like basically like a a, a poem she's repeating yeah. Her <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's fascinating that like there's like later song or albums later in her career where she sort of takes that like very subdued approach to just mm-hmm. to, to singing like she can do a song that's like not huge or whatever but like because her voice is so like Unique, she can definitely like pull mm-hmm. that off. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, love all right. And then you get, um, well, we get the singles collection after there's some personal stuff going on in her life, so it takes yeah. a couple years before she gets to finally a new album. Um, but did you like what do you think about um, do something, my prerogative, chaotic, all those? What yeah. You think of those? yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, love that weird sort of period of her career for sure because i think that that's when coming off of her very creative like very involved like looking at the fact she wrote she co-wrote on a lot of basically a majority of if not all the songs on mm-hmm. in the zone yeah. she definitely i feel like was feeling more inspired and creative and like wanting to do more outside the box things and maybe that's where some of these like crazier songs are are kind of coming from mm-hmm. but the fact that like those songs right they were almost like little projects for her are just sort of like more of her own expression like chaotic right like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i feel like that was such a weird kind of song but it and things like mona lisa stuff that weird stuff that like came out of that time i feel like it was distilling kind of her essence as like a creative person maybe not so much as like a polished kind of pop star but it was like cool stuff that she really loved like doing
0: yeah yeah yeah, do
1: something is my jam also I've just begun having my fun that plays in Bridesmaids when they are walking into the plane like into oh, the I didn't know thing that. and it gets me every time because every time uh, um, <laughs> because it's such a it's like a deep cut I feel like not a lot of people really know that song because it was on her my I didn't goodness. know that Like, I'm gonna tell Kurt next time we watch Bridesmaids yeah yes. he loves
0: that movie yeah
1: and just the juxtaposition of like these older women, like kind of walking sexually, struttingly into this, like down this runway, basically, right? Yeah. And it's like this sexy Britney song. Ugh, so bad. Yeah. Um,
0: and then I guess that brings us to blackout. Oh my gosh, which yeah. is like. The best fucking album in the world, obviously. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but also like when she had you know one of her most crazy performances on the VMAs, where it was like super mm-hmm. um ripped apart and torn apart, and it's sad. So it's such a weird like feel every time I think about Blackout. I'm like, wow, this album's great, but I also feel so weird thinking about everything that she was going through the at time. that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the fact that like, again, I think this was an
1: album. She, she was an executive producer on that album. And like the fact that she definitely had such a big hand in it. It's crazy to think that like, even if it happened just kind of before or like, uh, you know, you know, all of that crazy stuff happening in her life, like she was able to produce and Mm -hmm. have this come out of her, like during such a crazy time. And I think that that, that adds to the, just like. Specialness about that era mm-hmm. for me is like you know even during this like crazy time it was a creative high yeah you know uh, in terms of this album yeah um, give me more though let's let's just talk about that song <laughs> that song like yes it when I heard it for the first time I, I was telling Peter this I took one of my like little homework naps so basically I was so exhausted from <laughs> school I would take a nap it would last very long, but I woke up and I just logged onto my fucking PC computer or whatever. And I happened to go on prez Hilton.com, throwback. And it was a, a post about Brittany has a new freaking song because obviously like Peter said, like it, it was a time of during like long hiatus. She was going through a lot of personal stuff. So it was very exciting that like this new lead single track was like emerging. It was Crazy and the fact it was a banger. Like, do
0: you do you remember what you thought of this song when you first heard it? I'm curious. Like, what did yeah, you think? Yeah, I I thought it was
1: so just different. Like the fact mm-hmm. it started with that obviously now iconic line, "It's Britney bitch." Mm-hmm. Like that was mean, am- Like it was so just unexpected. I feel like mm-hmm. um, and yeah no I loved I mean a little more urban a little more
0: exactly like this is literally that I think like I mean this album is so bass heavy and I love it because it's just like a banger like literal banger um (laughs) literal banger uh, but I think shaking shaking I think what was uh I don't know maybe maybe part of her personal life drama had a hand in making this album feel so um I feel like people were saying that it was kind of almost her, her way of like escaping everything that was going on and like channeling mm. everything into this album. And it's, it's so like the, the, the concept of this album is so tight, tight and, and yeah. like clean and like not clean, but what I mean is just like, it's so it's a body of work. It's a very cohesive body of work. You know, there's no extra. And every song is so good. Yes, totally. Like, the
1: concept of it, right? Yeah. The whole package is, like, fully thought of. Yeah. Thought, oh, sorry, thought of. Yeah. Um, And also, the, like, sort of... There are a lot of albums from, like, the pop girls, right, that are sort of heralded as, like, it was a little too early for its time. Mm-hmm. I feel like Blackout actually is, like, not quite in that category because it was very well-received. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this album was really different from Mm. anything that was happening from all the other pop girls at the time. And because of that, it sort of like shifted everyone to go more into a little bit more of like a jokingly urban or like kind of like that darker sort of, uh, synth a little more like kind of,
0: bass heavy sort of like mm. uh aspect um like part electronic part still urban yeah. part it it's just like a whole mixture i mean it's pop you know it's um yeah yeah, yeah. but uh it's so good and i feel like that's like one of uh, maybe it's just because i love that genre too of like this mm-hmm. this genre that blends in so many of these different facets of music that i love um but like give me more like, just the whole song itself is just so good. Um, I, just, I literally just don't know what else to say about it besides it. It's, it's fucking amazing. Um, okay. yeah. The album is great. My favorites probably on this album are... Like, these are literally all... They're all fucking great. There's no
1: skips, right? Yes. It's literally every single one is so unique to to each other, right? Like, yes. every single one is its own story, its own... Feeling Like, I feel like sometimes other songs, right? They are other albums that she had. There are very similar sounding ones. Mm-hmm. This album, literally every song is like a different taste, mm-hmm. which
0: I love. And it's a different taste, but there's still like, there's a, yes. there's a running thread that like yeah, holds it together. Totally. Um I love Toy Soldier. I love Get uh, Naked, um, Freak Show, Break <laughs> the Ice, like literally the whole album. I don't know what I... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hot as ice okay yeah except her pitched vocals ice. like this is when pitched pitch vocal started yes. coming in it yes, was like yes. let's make because... her baby knee because that way the leak <laughs> doesn't sound baby. cause that was the issue right I think the issue was <sighs> because it leaked and they were like uh oh we can't have it sound just like the leak and so they called yeah. the leak a demo and then they just pitched her voice up by like mm-hmm. one or two and now she sounds like a baby and I'm like why yeah, yeah. I also love Why Should I Be Sad? Because it's such a, again, a weird... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't
1: think I don't think other... Because there's songs where it's like, oh, if that person sang it, I could hear them do it. Yeah. This is another one of those songs where it's like, Britney's voice really makes it, and another collab mm-hmm. with Pharrell, right? Like,
0: uh, Britney, so, let's go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and again, I mean, it's funny, like, kind of all of the songs on this album, during a time when she was going through a lot of stuff, this is the one song on this album that really like mm. touches on actual like things. So I mm. find that a very like unique thing about why should I be sad? Because yeah. all of the other ones are more more generic in terms of like subject, right? Mm-hmm. Like sex dancing, get naked.
0: Piece of Me is very personal, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oops,
1: big fan. Yeah. Forgot. Oops. I did it again.
0: But Piece of Me, okay. So that brings us to the circus album because i want to i want to link this in before i forget it yes because on circus um there's her song kill the lights which is i feel like a almost like blackout part 2 kind of song because danger um helped produce that one as well or he he produced it um but that song i love that fucking song i was telling david about it and it's just like cuz like the the <laughs> lyrics are so Interesting because it's about her love hate relate not love not even love but just like I think it's like a love hate relationship with the public but yeah. with paparazzi taking her picture like
1: great metaphor
0: yes you you want attention or you you want of course you want to pose and like look good but you also mm-hmm. like don't want your inv- your privacy invaded your privacy invaded. Yes. Yes. And it's so, it sounds so dark too, like the the production mm-hmm. on that. Um, but yeah, that song, oh, fucking love that song. Anyways. Isn't it fascinating that some of her, mo- well, some, there's
1: two, but like, Break the Ice iconic song right like it's probably one of the best songs she's ever done and then kill the lights too like both of those got the like anime animated treatment when it came to isn't
0: that fascinating i know which i'm like ugh, i want like a real music video but also like i know that cool that they did like a cool anime video for it like that's yeah that's cool um although i'm pretty sure who didn't the break the ice one was because she suddenly had to go through the whole legal issue stuff, right? That was going on. I mean, on yeah, I think like by the kids. I mean, the custody battle. Yeah, and stuff I mean, like, like this
1: whole, yeah, like piece of me, right? Like it was the lot. like, I don't know if you guys followed all of the stuff that happened in like 2007, 2008 during like this time, like, In her personal life, but like the shaving the head, the custody battle, yeah, like all of that, all of that that stuff. But like piece of me specifically for that music video shoot, I remember following like Perez Hilton and like all these sites talking about just like the production nightmare that that was. She showed up late or something or whatever hours, literally, yeah. And it even comes through in the final product where like. You see yeah. her hair literally change <laughs> yes, yes, yes. styles oh, no. midway through a scene. And it's like, yeah. oh, damn, girl. Like, I'm sure that was the best take they could get. You know what I mean? Shit
0: was going down. Yeah. 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 So so it's it's crazy. <laughs> also crazy, the fact that, like, between Blackout and Circus was just a year again. 2007 and again. 2008. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Which is insane also because Circus is a great album. But I feel like... Was this when conservatorship started around yeah, this time? Yeah. And I think that's mm-hmm. when maybe they wanted to like hone in back on like the formula that she was yeah, like helped. So they were like, okay, let's get a hit. Let's go throw in Womanizer. And then you have Circus. Um, the concept of the album Circus is a circus. Is <laughs> a circus. Like- <laughs> <laughs> the concept is a circus. Um, where's that from? <laughs> Like, where's that actually from? Is it an Um, interview she did? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. But it also was sort of the return to Britney as a... Sort of as a pop machine. A girl who, like, Mm -hmm. put stuff out, was gonna do a tour. I mean, this was gonna be the first tour that she did since the Onyx Hotel one Mm -hmm. for um, In the Zone, which got, unfortunately, cut short due to an injury. Mm -hmm. So, like, this was, like, sort of... I mean, people were basically labeling it as a comeback, right? Because after Black... I mean, Blackout was a commercial and critical success in terms of, like, a piece of work, but I don't think as a pop star, right, she didn't get to shine in the same way she did in the other eras.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think because of the failure of the 2007 VMA performance, like, she didn't perform at all, and it was just kind of... um, there was no there was no publicity, really, for Blackout. Like, it was just kind of, there's no promo for it. It was just, like, here you go. And then they just, like, they threw the music video out and everything, and the songs were successful. Uh-huh. But I think, um, which is crazy, because I'm pretty sure Piece of Me was more successful than Give Me More. And I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> um, as in, like, charting or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like, it, it's crazy because then they finally did a whole promo thing for circus, right? She went on GMAs. She did a whole circus thing. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And she, I mean, she did, it was interesting when she did sort of get back into performing. She did like a, an interesting international circuit of oh, yeah, yeah, performances yeah, yeah. to like, I feel like that was also a way for her to get back into mm-hmm. the mode of performing, um, so there were some really cool ones that she did for for that promo mm-hmm. uh, era as well.
0: Um, Womanizer was also directed again by Joseph Kahn, right? Who did Toxic, mm-hmm. um, which was a great music video. But I honestly, Circus is like one of my favorite Britney songs also. It's a great one. I don't know why, I think it's just because it it has such a, like the theme runs in the song very well, like it's it's very much, you can hear the sounds of a circus, Mm but through pop music. Um, Another Max Martin. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but that music video The theme of the music video the was the circus. But I love that one. Like her dancing yeah, is great in it. Um there's a little fantasy promo or circus fantasy promo, right? She likes
1: <laughs> The Beginning. The beginning. Yeah, for yeah for sure. but
0: like she she looks great. It it's it's I love that music video. And I remember that's that's it's weird, but it's like one of my favorite music videos, Let's even go. though it's pretty simple. Like it's just her in yeah. a circus but like kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um like, not a lot of different setups. Right, it's not like Toxic like, oh, okay. or Womanizer where it's like, okay, here's like 10 different scenes and you're going to wear 10 different wigs and like, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, it's pretty simple for yeah. sure. But so
0: good. Do you have any cuts on this album that you're like... I mean, this album is also really good. Um,
1: yeah, and I, I think this is where I'm talking about, like, there are songs where she's being very subdued on them, like... uh unusual you blur those kind of songs they're not like bangers or really like songs you perform but like I like that she's kind of getting back into subtle knee a little bit Mm -hmm. or just kind of like you know uh, not so not everything had to be like you know crazy loud Um, you mean like if you seek Amy? right exactly like (laughs) that's a very hard hitting like
0: yeah and that's a very that that was also such a controversial song i still remember and how they had to change which is crazy because i feel like by this
1: time in just pop culture history Mm -hmm. well maybe i'm being naive but i feel like 2008 people were like it's got
0: gaga came out you know and the fame came (sighs) out this was that That, you're
1: right it was actually kind of like far away you're right. yeah
0: but i feel like that's that's when it started getting like ooh, mm-hmm. like um, like
1: girls ain't wearing pants anymore yeah like, it was literally this era you're right
0: yeah for sure yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh and remember <laughs> um radar's on this one too
1: <gasps> come on radar i don't know if you guys have heard of the song called radar it's um a little unknown track another but, unknown track um, but it's on two no. of her albums yeah yes i think uh they wanted to and probably were contractually uh required to have that one as a single on blackout yeah happened so came back as a bonus track for sure featuring that iconic horse (laughs) in the video
0: (laughs) i love that they like had they were like we're gonna make a music video for this we have to still
1: right yeah yeah like we're gonna make it happen um yeah, no, this this album, I liked it. And just, it it has that warm sense of, sort of, Britney was coming back, you know, in my mind. Like, this was an album that has a really cool, like, just... And it was also, like, end of my high school, end of high school kind of era, probably year into college. Mm-hmm. End of yeah. high
0: school, beginning of college. Like, we're... And, like, in our lives, that's, like, the time where we, like, evolved, right? And so... Yeah. And, like, got to start experiencing... Like adulthood and life, so I feel yeah. like that's our very our own circus was about to begin. Yeah, <laughs> we were yeah. about to black out too. Um, <laughs> let's uh, move on to well, okay. In between Femme Fatale, we have three, which came out on her ne- <gasps> next greatest hits collection, which fucking love, um, and also scream and shout with Will I Am.
1: Oh, that's a pretty iconic one.
0: It also uh, features sort of a,
1: a a nod to the iconic "Give Me More" line. It's Britney, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely like a, a banger. Mm-hmm. That one, yeah. And another, will I? I mean, sort of started the relationship with.
0: I mean, the locals will loved it. So love, love. Yeah. I, I mean, I like scream and Shout" a lot. I think it's a fun one. It was just like a song that became so huge. Um, because it was just like, um, like a club banger kind of song. Like you could just, like play yeah. this out all the straight clubs and they'd love it, you know when it comes on, it's it's fire, and for the gay clubs, I like, of course, but like straight clubs <laughs> the fact that straight clubs also pick up on this is like, oh okay
1: trust in there's unless we can control slowly untrust chest to chest and unless i say goodnight, say goodnight i know we're only gonna go too far cuz i'm not quite ready let's for
0: that move on to fem fatale, fatale and um hold it against me and that whole era this is
1: this is a fun i think when i think about this album the word that comes to me is like fun like it's pretty upbeat generally like everything's like Definitely high tempo, kind of like energetic, I feel like. Um mm-hmm. so that's what that's giving me.
0: It's a lot of Dr. Luke. It's a lot of Max Ooh. Martin Dr. <laughs> Luke. Um it has like a lot of that dubstepy vibe, which I like. Ooh, yeah. Um I really liked Hold It Against Me. Like I, I thought that music video was great too. Like the homage to like her past and like the mm-hmm. imagery. Um, her, like, the spring, the paint everywhere, that's so iconic.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of layers and levels, to. On,
0: on the surface level, I feel like it's a very just,
1: like, kind of, you know, typical video, but with some, like, cool, interesting parts to it. But mm. I think when you actually, like, learn about why those parts are interesting or what the meaning is behind, like, some of the, the choices that, uh, was it Joseph...
0: Uh, i think so i think so yeah yeah he definitely does like the more
1: interesting i feel like it it was yeah let's look it up um (laughs) but yeah like just knowing like all of the kind of hints and nods to like you said her career but also sort of her personal life yeah it's it's definitely a a top music video
0: for me altas Oh no no no. It, was, oh, no, um, it wasn't Jonas Ackerland who did he isn't he the one who <gasps> oh. did the you and I video for for um yeah, Lady Gaga. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um I feel like his videos can be very like Conceptual. deep. Yeah. And mm. like I, I like Britney fighting herself in that, yeah. Like that whole that thing. That
1: was a crazy cool scene. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed so like real and like obviously a double and like all this stuff, but like it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Like realistic.
0: I mean I love the whole album too. I mean there are some random songs and things but it's a, it's a solid <laughs> album. Trip to Your Heart is actually my like favorite song from that album.
1: Oh, that's a cute one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm obsessed with Trouble for me just the like kind of like <laughs> sassiness of it. I I'm living for Drop Dead Beautiful mm-hmm. simply because of because of Sabi. Mhm. We love we love a
0: verse. <laughs> we love the vegetables. Um, <laughs> I also love the um, some of the bonus tracks like Up and Down and oh, He About S- to Lose Me, Sailfish, um. yes.
1: <laughs> Up and Down. Yeah, so good. this album definitely is one where like the title right is it's it's the kind of album and it may be the kind of era that it was that it, that it came out where like. A lot of re- repetition in terms of, like, the <laughs> chorus is basically that the title, Mama. What do you right.
0: mean, big fat bass?
1: Like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh my god! If we can talk about um, a standout, definitely oh. not, for sure.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like. I really liked. Um, I uh, of the tracks, I think "Trip to Your Heart" and "He About to Lose Me" were like some of my favorites. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, this arrow is interesting too because it was like. It happened during college, so it was interesting me positioning myself, m- meeting new friends, and they knew I was a Britney fan. Mm-hmm. It was sort of an exciting time to mm-hmm. have a uh, a new piece of work come out, so that was exciting.
0: I mean, it was also like a very successful album too. That that Ooh, yeah. album came out with a lot of hits too, and I think that like solidified her and like the okay, she's like she has like a solid run i mean like not that she had didn't before but like this Mm -hmm. is even more now um yeah of course was like till the world ends too i keep forgetting about that song oh yeah (laughs) that's a good solid iconic too
1: yeah yeah this kind of happened around a lot of sort of i think she was celebrated a lot for sort of her her career kind of at this point Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. a lot of like V, like I think they did the VMA um, Vanguard Award for her during this mm-hmm. era like just like a lot of the kind of retrospective stuff I feel like happened uh, during this time because I feel like it was sort of over the hump of you know all of the the darkness and kind of the bad stuff that sort of happened in her personal mm-hmm. life and it was like you said a very successful and sort of string of of, of hit songs mm-hmm. that she released from this so it was kind of a a perfect storm of like hey this is a great time to like sort of celebrate mm-hmm. Britney
0: and like her I mean just even like who she was working with at that time now was like Kesha wrote Till the World Ends and mm. it was like Nicki Minaj was featured on this like remix <laughs> Chickens Fry I ain't talking poultry when I say this Chickens Fry <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Iconic, and yeah. don't forget
0: that she had S and M with Rihanna. Also,
1: you're right. They, it really was a reach across the aisle moment in terms of like collabs, and because mm-hmm. I feel like she didn't, she doesn't do. That's something that we haven't really mentioned with Britney is like, mm. I guess she does do them, but like they're very. F- Far between, and if they are Don Phillips, I'm just Don Phillips, iconic. Yeah. But yeah. when she does them, it's either a remix, so it's not like the the you know standard version, right? Yeah. Or it's almost like it's for other people, right? Mm-hmm. Like Will I Am, and like also so, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, but I forgot about S and
0: M. I know that love it God. so many songs, so many hits. Um, then came Britney Jean. Which Oof. was supposed to like be part of her residency announcement, and I feel like, or that's why it was made, right? And we won't get into the details of it. They'll, if you listen to the Brittany podcast, they talk about it, but like, I feel like a lot of this album was just kind of like forced, um, rush job, rushed, and for sure, her most impersonal album, probably. Yeah,
1: I think that's what also plagued it, right? Like, sort of her being forced to or whatever like refer to it as that like that set it up as just one a punchline right and then two <laughs> like absolutely was not anywhere close to an introspective like personal album so like right yeah it kind of left a a very negative <laughs> Or uh, bad taste in a lot of fans' mouths, I feel like.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will say I do like perfume. I do like work bitch. And, um, work bitch. I can't. What was the other one that I like on that? Um, passenger. That one's pretty good, Mm. but questionable to like, is she singing it? Mm, I don't know. But, (laughs) right? Isn't that crazy? That's
1: such a fascinating, um, conspiracy theory or like, you know, fact maybe at this point. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, she also okay also crazy she did a song with her sister where <gasps> in this time oh, yes. right like w- retrospective looking back we're like oh my god like what the fuck you know what I mean mm-hmm. like <laughs> oh my so, god. such an interesting thing to consider but I mean yeah I, I, I think also I think this single lead single work bitch iconic song mm-hmm. I think it was almost like a a misleading kind of I don't know if, I don't know if you feel this way but like usually the 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 lead single right is supposed to kind of almost speak to the type of body of work or the just the overall kind of atmosphere that uh, an album's supposed to exude and I feel like not quite the same in terms of like mood or even just like I don't know
0: energy oh no like i'm i'm sure that they just had that one song and they're like this will be good for the vegas residency and then the rest of the songs were like wh- yeah whoever wants to be a part of britney's album wants to help will i am like and random people like, <laughs> just come help right. us We need to fill fill the rest just of fill it, it. Huh? and then the i think sia that one song was her with perfume i do that's all britney like her vocals are very that's mm-hmm. very britney but i yeah. don't know about the others but like I mean, at least there's that song. Um, And it's probably her favorite song because it's her favorite uh, product. (laughs) (laughs) We need a song about the stuff I sell. Let's do that. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's move on to Glory. Which,
1: sort of um, looking almost to the future a little bit, being like, hey, this potentially could be maybe her final studio album. Oh sad. Like don't I don't want to. I don't want to like put that into the world but like the the possibility, right, if that yeah. were to happen. Yeah. Like I think that that this is actually like kind of a amazing thing to have hold that sort mm-hmm. of title cuz this album personally is like one of the best I think she's ever.
0: Oh yeah. I think that in it's a very similar like cohesiveness that Blackout mm-hmm. had but like definitely yeah. more in the vein of like um She always says that this album is very inspired by like Selena Gomez, um, and like that vibe that that Selena's album had at that time, which was um, I think around that time was like the revival era, right? Mm -hmm. She had like songwriters from that album that Selena put out, um, and she worked with them for this album. And Mm -hmm. I love like the whole vibe of this album. It's so different for Um, Brittany. It's still sexy, but still like much more like. Um, I feel like there's a much more um it's almost like more R and B and more a little more urban. Yeah. Again, no, it's more Urban. No, but it, it's yeah. it feels more R and B, it feels more um sure. slowed down sensual, which I yes. love. Um but you still have mm-hmm. like you have Do You Wanna Come Over, which is a banger. Love that fucking song. Yes. Me and Kurt met so on that good. song. Um Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was um that's a great song um slumber party one of my ultimate favorite oh, Britney songs ever Britney songs ever with Tinashe. It's so come oh, on Tinashe
1: give it up for Tinashe
0: that's probably her most underrated single like ever in my book for me
1: yeah. I would I would agree. Like I
0: think that's that was such a, an amazing song, and it was like number one for me. Like the year that it came out, that was like my number one song. Was like most play that song. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah that but, I think
1: encapsulates the that R and B sultry, sexy mm-hmm. vibe that you're describing as mm-hmm. the whole album. Oh, um, so good,
0: "Love Me Down." Oh my god, I love that song yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I know that you love one of these songs. <laughs> Which one is that, Peter? You love the one where she does her vocal acrobatics.
1: Iconic. She hits all the notes yeah. um, and yeah. more. So, yeah. so this would fall in the category, right, of weird, weird song. <laughs> I mentioned before she always puts in something that's like slightly off, yeah. but like still kind of is pleasing to my ears. It's crazy. So, private. If you haven't guessed, guys, it's private show. <laughs> which is featured in the promo she did for one of her perfumes and it's so it's so weirdly high pitched and like
0: you know yeah vocally I think if I think if it were oh, pitched to the normal level it would sound much uh-huh. better yeah. sometimes i wonder if they have her
1: recorded
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it sounds like but i'm like
1: this is about it thought that was Tess.
0: I think sometimes they make her record at like a different like key or something and pitch it up because maybe she can't hit those notes in certain keys I don't know but like I just don't understand why um which is why I do like some of the other songs because I think um in some of the other songs her voice is more in a like she has like the natural the, the lower register vo- yeah. uh-huh. voice and i really like that um yeah
1: which is her like actual i feel like just voice in general mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when she was singing on star search as like a kid she utilized that like more deeper down mm-hmm. kind of voice and like even when she was singing live during her early uh or the first two albums, right? Like she was using her like not head voice.
0: Yeah. Even when she's just doing her, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's low, yeah. like that she's like known for that, you know? So I miss uh-huh. it. And I feel like they lean so much on pitching for some reason. And I don't know why. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I love, just love me and, um, love me down. Oh my God. So good. <sighs> and this album also has like a lot of interest.
1: Like the lyrics, I feel like are, uh just like more considered i feel like than i mean Mm -hmm. obviously britney Jean, and like just the subject matter or sort of the 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 surface layer of the songs are very like interesting and like Mm. lend themselves to oh what is that what's this mean or like what does it yeah
0: i mean even like let's talk about her slight bonus tracks with um Change your yeah, mind, yeah. no sé as Cortez mm-hmm. or yeah. Coupure Electrique. I don't know how to say it in French, but like <laughs> you know, she's doing these songs in different languages. Yeah. Um uh, Coupure Electrique is blackout in French. Um mm-hmm. yeah. fucking iconic. Like love that that's the reference. <laughs> and that song Not is reference. that song is also like so out of left field. So like mm-hmm. what? But it's it's great. Like i I think that song is such a cool vibe. That's like such a uh, that uh, I don't know everything about this whole album like I love
1: mm-hmm, yeah and it's like uh, been referred to as sort of part of a, a holy trinity for Britney like mm. uh, this album Glory uh, with Blackout and probably in the zone also considered mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. The, the sort of solid collection collection and most probably like mature right like mm-hmm. I mean Britney obviously was a solid cohesive album all of them were i feel like except like britney Jean, right but like (laughs) these are i think more in the the artistic more of like albums that it feels like britney was had a bigger hand in oh yeah actually was like from her and put Mm -hmm. a lot of her her spin on it so Mm -hmm. that's why i think these are those are considered like her best
0: it just goes to show like you can tell when she's had her hand in it because they are oh. like amazing albums. Like the other albums are good albums and they have good songs, but there's a difference between it being like just a random bunch of songs versus like a cohesive, like thing with a cohesive mm-hmm. sound that she, um, tailored to that album or something, you know, I, mm-hmm. I just love that about those, those albums. Yeah. Um, well, oh, I guess, I mean, there's also Mood Ring, which just came out, and then, um... Oh, yeah, so this album has a very interesting,
1: like, <laughs> release... Yes. ...to it, because, like, even post the initial release, which was, oh my god, two sixteen, which oh, my is god, yeah. crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But, like, recent, within the year, it has been sort of digitally reissued as sort of, like, uh a deluxe kind of version with all these extra sort of songs
0: swimming in the stars fucking swimming in the stars yes. which they're I, they're actually iconic i yeah. actually
1: like love all of them but it's yeah very interesting especially i mean uh just in light of all of sort of the news and stuff it almost felt like a weird distraction or just sort of like mm-hmm. what was the motivation behind right wanting to to release this um like, again with these extra songs yeah
0: Random releases. Also the fact that I forgot that Slumber Party originally was like a solo track and then Tinashe was added on after, and then they re-released the album. It was like a lot. And, and then they changed can't... the su- Oh my God. Wait, do you know Yes. that in the music video, I think when they really, <laughs> it was such a mess. They released the song <laughs> on Spotify or iTunes uh-huh. and they switched the vocals at the end with Tinashe and Britney like doing the runs. And then mm-hmm. in the music video, it switched. Oh,
1: interesting. And
0: so then they had to change it on iTunes and Spotify so that it matched the music video. And I was like, Yeah, I liked the music video version better than the version that was released on. It was just like, I remember that there were so many versions. And I was like, who in- someone's not <laughs> <laughs> someone messed up oops. what's going on with the release yeah
1: and the fact you can't get the just the solo version digitally at least I haven't been able to find it in terms of streaming like it's always the Tenashi
0: until now oh it's well, out fake fan oops <laughs> I, I listened to it the other day that with the new brand new like re 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 release that they put out just oh, now okay. I can't keep up it. with all of the glory yeah it it was gone for a while and then it came back
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, I love the Tanache version, but like, there's just something about you know, yeah, just for a historical reference. <laughs> yes, of yes, like, yes. Oh god, was... though, yeah. yeah, oh my god, just we have it still, yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, and okay, I love that she. Well, I don't know if it was her her team or whoever like hooked her and Tanache up for this because Tanache as an artist, right, she's spoken about how much of an inspiration and how much of a um, icon that. uh that she is to her, like mm-hmm. Tanashi really loves Britney Spears, and I thought that was a really cool just collaboration that she got to mm-hmm. to be a part of. Yeah. yeah,
0: I love that she did that collaboration because I feel like they maybe her record label was like, oh, we'll add her on, but like I think it fit very very well. It does. Um, yeah. Also, just love that music video with the and also how she met Sam. So you know, I don't know how. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, they seem like they like are going well together I, you know. for sure I mean for him to
1: uh, still support her and be by her side you know through and, everything and be, yeah. be an advocate for her I think that yeah. that's yeah speaks to to just how he's definitely in it for the for the long haul yeah. considering too a lot of relationships that Britney has formed post Justin right like have always seemed very people taking advantage of her or yes. just like yeah, not not actually. And I mean, if we could speak about Femme Fatale again and talk about Criminal, the music mm-hmm. video, inc- Jason, including Tra- Jason, Jason, Tra- whatever Tra- the fuck. Tra- yeah. yeah, like. Oof. God. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So Glory is
0: iconic. We love Glory. Is iconic. All right, guys, we made it through all of Britney's discography. That was that was a lot. That was that's a good amount. Yeah, guys. So uh, we realized that this was
1: a long recording session. So we're actually splitting the kind of Britney discussion into two parts. So kind of a double episode that you guys are getting
0: double episode season finale. It'll It'll be one for the books.
1: Yeah. Peter, what are we talking about in the next part?
0: So, eavesdroppers, in our next episode, we'll be discussing uh just some of more of our like fave Britney performances, um, our personal Britney experiences that we've had and um, just talking about her enduring legacy.
1: It's a shorter it's a shorter part, but it definitely like touches on a lot of more like personal stuff that that we have about about her. So,
0: yeah, I'm excited for you guys to hear. We can't wait. Uh If you want to go ahead and continue listening, you can just move on to our next episode and, and continue on. See you in the next part, guys.